Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. I am Andrew Hansen alongside Shane Caldwell. And this is a sort of a sad but true situation, Shane. It's our last regular season podcast here in the NFL. It's our running backs show for week 17. Thankfully, we've got the playoffs coming up. But are you ready to finish on a high note here with these running backs? And I love these running backs. You know, there's some familiar faces, you know, this week that I love that are in a great situation. So uh, really excited. You know, I don't care if they are high owned. Some of these guys are <laughs> awesome plays this week. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I bet some of our listeners could predict some of the guys that you'll be on. Yeah. And uh, I'm on some of them as well. And a lot of guys in a great spot. Certainly at this point in the season, teams want to focus on the run and get it done that way. So let's start on the high end as we usually do. Are you targeting Mr. Henry? Yeah, you got to go with the big dog this week here. I mean, he's coming off a disappointing performance last week. Interesting how Green Bay came up with that, like almost like a new formation where they just loaded the box and put all those guys right up there. But keep in mind, Green Bay can do that because they have really good corners and safeties, really good coverage, and an elite pass rush. I talked about on the podcast last week, the Smith brothers, and they ended up, you know, causing issues there in the, with the pass rush. So they could do that, they could load the box. Now, the Houston Texans cannot do that. They don't have much of a pass rush. They don't have good cover corners. You can't just load the box against him. You can try, but you're going to get burned in other places. So Derrick Henry, in a, in a, in a game where it's a really high over-under, it's a 56 over-under, seven-and-a-half-point favorites, uh, they need to win this to get into the playoffs. And it just so happens Derrick Henry still has an outside chance to get 2,000 rushing yards. I think he needs like 223 yards or something like that to get to 2,000 rushing yards. So he's looking to get in that elite company up there with the likes of like Barry Sanders and Eric Dickerson and these legends. So not too many people guys have done that. Derrick Henry in a great spot here. I think that he's pretty much just a must lock and load type play this week. Um, and I hope that maybe you'll get him a little lower ownership because of last week him not doing much. Um, but I, I think that most people are going to know it's a great matchup and a great spot. So Derrick Henry, I think you can load up on Tennessee, and Derrick Henry is the engine that that makes that that offense go, and uh, it's a great situation here. He is a one-of-a-kind engine, that's for sure. So yeah. I like Henry. Uh, he's expensive. Um, if you want to save a couple thousand on uh, DraftKings, you can get another guy that you're rather fond of, somebody named Jonathan Taylor. Who's that? And I've never heard of him. <laughs> <laughs> he's this guy. He 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 runs for Indianapolis, and uh, you know he's been up and down a little bit. He's been involved in a bit of a committee here for a lot of the year, but in the last three weeks, five rushing touchdowns. So he's getting the ball a lot more with a chance to score. He's taking advantage of it, and this week he gets Jacksonville. They've been bad against the run all season long, and um, you know it's one of those situations we've talked about on these other podcasts. Make sure you check those out if you haven't. The quarterback show and then the wide receiver tight end show. You can beat Jacksonville through the air or on the ground. And they're not going to try to win this game. They want to lock in that top pick. And so it's uh, you know it's an easy easy pickings for Indianapolis. Uh, so Taylor in a great spot. Awesome. Uh, here's a team similar to Indianapolis. And the AFC needs to win this week to get into the playoffs. And that's the Cleveland Browns. They've had kind of an up and down year. They've been riding high, but, you know, they have a chance they could get eliminated if they don't win this. Now, Nick Chubb is actually coming off a disappointing game last week. You know, he does get in the box, and he actually had production. He caught five catches for 38 yards, but he only rushed for 28 rushing yards. The Jets really played them well. 
the Browns offensive line's been a little banged up. I think that didn't help as well. And the fact that they didn't have much of a passing game with all their wide receivers on COVID, it made them a little more one dimensional. So they should get some of their guys back. I know Cleveland, they have, seems like they have COVID issues every week, but Nick Chubb is my favorite under the radar play. You're going to get him at lower ownership because of recency bias last few games. He hasn't blown up and they're going to look at that matchup Pittsburgh the second best uh, team against running backs or you know first or second depending on which ranking you're looking at shut down type defense well Pittsburgh doesn't have much to play for they already locked up their playoff spot here in their division and I'm already hearing reports that some of their main guys like Cam Hayward TJ Watt might sit for this game and then I remembered that Pittsburgh because of all that COVID nonsense they never had a chance to have a bye week so this is their opportunity to get a bye week for some of their stud players. They need the rest. They need these guys to recover and be at a full board to compete in the playoffs. So what I'm getting at is Nick Chubb's matchup is much better than it looks like on paper here. It looks like a shutdown matchup. But if you're playing up against a bunch of backups and Cleveland needs to win and Pittsburgh has nothing to play for, Nick Chubb is in a situation where I think he can go for 150 yards and like up to two touchdowns here. So I think it's actually a blow-up spot. His price went down because he's been disappointed the last couple of weeks. And I think this is a huge bounce back spot. You can get Nick Chubb at lower ownership. So I think this is Nick Chubb week for me. Okay. Next guy for me is going to be David Johnson. Uh, and he's more of a GPP play for me because his price has gone up. You know, he's been heavily involved here, 15 to 20 touches a week. And Tennessee is below average against the run, but he hasn't been getting enough carries where you think he's just going to, absolutely smash it and, and pile up the yardage. The thing is, he's just involved in that passing game. You know, two weeks ago, he had 11 catches against Indianapolis. So I, I like David Johnson to be a focal point of the offense here. And if he gets in the end zone once or twice, then he could pay off for you in a GPP. Yeah, he's looked good lately. And it's a good, yeah, good game environment for him to catch a lot of passes again. And I'm going to go to uh, probably the only player one of the only players I like for my Detroit Lions this week is DeAndre Swift. So DeAndre Swift is healthy now. He was out for a while with a concussion. And since he's been back healthy, this is probably his best matchup going up against the Minnesota Vikings. Pretty weak pass defense. We'll check the injury report, see if their star linebacker, Eric Kendricks, he may be out again this week. So DeAndre Swift, one of the most talented, best uh, running backs out there in terms of rookie running backs. He's super talented. And I think Detroit will look to pound the ball this week, especially if Matthew Stafford's out. And I think it's a good matchup for him. So DeAndre Swift, you're going to get probably lower ownership playing for a really bad team in the Lions. But I think at that mid-price point, I think he can smash that. And he, he's done it in uh, in matchups similar to this recently when he's healthy. And he should get a pretty a full workload, even though they don't have much to play for. They've still got a lot of pride on the line here. So I like DeAndre Swift this week. Got a good matchup for sure. Next for me, Miles Gaskin. Miami uh, traveling to Buffalo. They need to win this game. And Buffalo 20th against the run. Of course, we know that Gaskin is heavily involved through the air as well out of the backfield. Looked tremendous against Las Vegas, had over 80 yards rushing, over 80 yards receiving, two receiving scores, really blew up late there in that game. Uh, and at 6500 I like that price tag. He's one of those guys that you can feel really good about in cash or GPPs, and he's not that expensive. So great option on DraftKings for me. All right, here's a guy that's in another game. They have to win to have a chance to win their division. They still have a chance. That's Ezekiel Elliott. Haven't really played this guy much all year because that offensive line's been really bad and Elliott's been inconsistent. But 
his his price is way too cheap on FanDuel, sixty five hundred for Ezekiel Elliott in a division matchup. Yeah, they're going to the New York Giants. They're decent against the run, but I think Dallas's offense is playing better of late. Last week he goes uh, nineteen carries, hundred goes over hundred yards, hundred and five rushing yards. I like the fact that he got four targets. He caught all ball all four balls for thirty four yards. So really, if he has a similar type production and just gets in the box this week, gets a touchdown, I think he's going to be in a good situation. I just think his price is way too cheap at sixty five hundred for Ezekiel Elliott. So I like him as a good as a good mid range value play this week, and I, in an important game, I think they're going to feed him, and maybe he will finally get that spoon out. I keep saying he needs to eat, 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 and uh, maybe he'll finally eat this week. All right, we'll see. Yeah, another guy in that price range I'm looking at is Alexander Madison. Uh, we know that Dalvin Cook is out. Uh, Madison, the last time he had the the backfield to himself, so to speak, he he underwhelmed, and I think this is a chance for him to really step up. And people be a little bit shy; they think one of these other guys, Boone Abdullah, might get involved. But I mean, Madison, I think, is really talented. He's got that great matchup against Detroit. He had 12 carries against them back in Week Nine and put up 69 yards. So he, like you know everybody else, has had uh, you know pretty easy time in that matchup. And we know that Minnesota loves to run it. So, uh, I mean, we both like the spot for those wide receivers as well. Uh, so they, they could get those touchdowns through the air. But uh, I, do, I do like Madison here uh, to wrap up the season with a strong finish. Yeah, that's one of the highest over-unders on the board, too. That was at 54 over-under there in, uh, at favorites uh, on the road there. So, yeah, it's a good spot for them. I think, yeah, the Minnesota backup running back position this should be pretty highly owned this week. It should be a pretty popular play. Uh, I'm going to go uh, to... Uh, J.K. Dobbins at Cincinnati, like Baltimore, they need to win to lock up their uh, their playoff spot as well. And I think that Cincinnati's really weak right now. Uh, Baltimore's starting to get healthy and really gelling with their running game. And the fact that, you know, Ingram's out now, uh, Dobbins is finally, you know, getting a good uh, workload. And he's just a really powerful, explosive back. And uh, really love him at that, you know, mid $6,000 price range. So J.K. Dobbins in a, in a team that's a huge favorite, uh, that needs to win to get in the playoffs. I love I love this running game against Cincinnati. I think they're really going to exploit it, and it's going to be a great situation for J.K. Dobbins here. Yeah, I, it's a it's a terrific spot. I mean, they're 25th against the run this year, so I I see Dobbins, I, I see Jackson. They all make sense to me. I'm also interested in Gus Edwards though, because you can save money on him. He's under five thousand on DraftKings. Uh, another solid game last week against the Giants. He got 15 carries for 85 yards. I mean, we've seen him do damage with less than 10 carries. And he also caught two passes last week. I mean, if you if you tell me that he's going to get 17 touches this week, I'll be thrilled to play Gus Edwards. So I, I think they spread it around. Everybody gets a bunch of touches, um, you know, kind of tune up for the, for the postseason, uh, make it an easy win against Cincinnati. Uh, so I, I like Gus Edwards as an option here as well. Awesome. Yeah, and I'm going to go to, uh, for the L.A. Rams, they got both their two starting uh, running backs are out this week. So their third running back is Malcolm Brown. He's just a solid, you know, uh, he's not explosive type running back, but he's he is strong and very fundamentally sound. He can break tackles, more of a power runner. 
you know, he got a little bit of quickness to him. So I like Malcolm Brown. You're going to get him at near minimal price on both sites, and I think he's going to get a full workload. And they're going up against Arizona at home. They need to win this game to be able to get to the playoffs. Uh, and I think that they will give a heavy dose of Malcolm Brown. He can catch passes as well. He can do get the job done there. So I think he's going to be pretty much a three-down workhorse type back, and you don't usually get those guys at, you know, four to $5,000 range on, you know, DraftKings and FanDuel. So Arizona, you can run the ball on him as well. And uh, the L.A. Rams offensive line is getting healthy now and, you know, gelling pretty good. And they're going to need him in this game with uh, their starting quarterback out. They're going to need a good running game. And I think that I think they will produce here. All right. Very similar option for me on my last uh, recommendation for running backs this week. Daryl Williams for Kansas City. And it looks uh, likely that CEH and Bell will both be out. And if Daryl Williams is the lead guy here, I like the spot he's in at this price at 4,800 on DraftKings. And we saw, what, 14 touches last week. This is a guy who, when he gets the opportunity, he can be productive on the ground and catching passes. Uh, Chargers 21st against the run this year. So with Kansas City resting so many guys, I mean, they're going to play offense. Somebody's got to get those touches. And I think he's in a, a pretty good spot at that price. All right, Shane, uh, you know what? That wraps it up uh, for the running back show as well as our week 17 coverage. So the regular season here for 2020 is complete. I just want to thank you for your terrific work all season long. It's been a lot of fun doing all these podcasts. And uh, a couple good things here is that we get to put 2020 behind us and we still have the postseason uh, coming up. But just want to take a moment to say thank you. Uh, it's been a lot yeah, of fun. Thank and, you. Yeah. Uh, and thank you. Thank you to everyone uh, for their support here throughout this season in our first NFL year. It's been a lot of fun, and uh, we're ready to keep it rolling here as we head towards the playoffs. This is uh, the last chance in 2020 to take advantage of these membership options. So uh, bottom of the screen, all the details, go to betus.com.pa. Deposit that 149, and you get membership with us all the way until April 1st. So you'll get our NFL lineups all the way through the Super Bowl, as well as our NBA lineups every slate. PGA starts back up in January, and then Major League Baseball as well. If you're not interested in these sports betting, you still get that 149 option. From now until April 1st, just go to our website, dfscoachtalk.com, sign up there, and we'll send you an email, and then we'll get you into our Discord. That's where we give out the lineups 45 minutes before lock for NFL, 30 minutes before lock for the NBA. So uh, thank you again for all your support. Um, DFS Coach Talk on Twitter. If you have any questions, uh, give uh, Shane a follow, DET Sports Shane. You can find me at Language Olympic and the coach at J-O-E-S-A-R-V-A-D-I. All of our thoughts and positive energy with Coach. Uh, hopefully he's going to be back here soon and, and, and be healthy. So um, that's going to wrap it up here for our coverage in 2020. Thank you so much for joining us. Have a great uh, New Year's celebration, and we'll see you on the next one as we look to crush it in DFS.